<laughs> yeah, whenever you're ready, we can start. And... All right, it's recording. Okay. We're recording in mono? Uh, oh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to change it to mono from here. Let's see. Huh. It's probably going to be on a menu. Hey, let me... Yeah. You know what we'll do, Josh? We'll do it in post. We'll do it in post, yep. All right, we're, we're, we're back up and running. All right. We're... It looked like it kind of picked up where we left off because the timer is at 27 seconds and we haven't been talking for 27 seconds no we haven't okay all right all right well <clears throat> episode eight episode number eight and we are 99 percent sure that that's accurate yes and that's good enough for us somewhere in the neighborhood of eight that's right give or take we're gonna call it eight and, and go on about it right i want to ask one thing before we get started Kevin, Kevin, listen now. Hey, Kevin, can you hear? Can you hear me? Can you I hear? got a mic. There's, there's Josh, and this is me. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we got some feedback. Yep. <laughs> but you know, honestly, I think that was because we were recording in stereo, so yeah, right, or, or right, stereo, right. depending on where stereo, you're from. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my, my wife uh, makes fun of me for that because I say stuff like stereo. <laughs> Instead of no. stereo, and you're but, from the uh, higher class part of town. And, you, know, you know, most of us originally from Texas, moved That's to Florida. Right. You know, the South is where I am. That's right. But uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> I think it's because we were recording in stereo, mm -hmm. and uh, my voice comes out of one speaker while your voice came mm -hmm. out of another speaker. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, uh, we've ironed that kink out by converting to mono. We'll see. Yeah. You know when we'll see? Um, whenever this gets edited. So in post. Yep. That's so somewhere around June. <laughs> That's right. 2023. Yeah. We'll have it nailed down. We, we've got it scheduled. <laughs> so <laughs> we're on a tight schedule. Uh, we've got a lot of different stuff happening around here, Josh. Yep. Right? We moved studios. Yeah. Yeah. We moved about four feet. Four foot. We yep. were Before we were over there. I'm yep. pointing to my right. We were on the other side of your desk. That's right. Now we're over here. Yeah. We've made a, a little podcast studio and we have a... A little piece of foam uh, next to us that's soundproofing everything. That's soundproofing. So, well, how, how big is that, you say? So, uh, I don't know, 12 inches by maybe 9 inches, something like that. Plenty of insulation. Oh, yeah. Right. I, if you can't notice a difference with that, I mean, you're just not listening. Something's not. See, you're, it's, <laughs> it's your ears, that's for yeah. sure, because that thing, it's soaking up all the bad stuff for exactly. sure. Exactly, yeah. But we're going to give this a shot <clears throat> over here and uh, and see what happens. We have the microphones out we're actually looking at each other which is cool yeah. i mean it's you know it's okay yeah. i'm not sure it's good for you but i'm okay <laughs> with it. uh and uh, we're gonna give it a shot i've, I've realized whenever we last uh episode seven whenever we ended episode seven you were leaving to go engineering uh go in your engineering world mm -hmm. and uh, uh you said why don't you try i asked you if you had any ideas about rearranging our podcast environment yeah and you simply said put it over here and it's on the other side of the desk and i said it looks perfect so yeah. that's what we're trying looks like a little podcast studio this is the first step in making that happen yep so last week well episode seven ended we went through that process of uh uh kind of eyeballing a different type of studio we couldn't record last week because i had a a covid scare yes I thought I was positive yep. COVID, but I was not. Uh, so we didn't record, and I didn't even go to gun class. You, you, you and um, Chris did uh, yeah. gun class. Yep. Very good. Um, but here we're here now, episode eight. Yes. And 
people probably think we're kidding. We don't talk about what we're going to talk about during the podcast. <laughs> We we make note, you know, contrary to what people may believe, we do try to make notes before the podcast starts yep. to yep. kind of like guide our conversation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we get about maybe one or two bullet points in mm-hmm. and just get derailed yep. entirely. Yep. Yep. But you know, who cares? It's uh, our podcast. That's we right. Do, it's our podcast. We can do what we want to. We are going to make <laughs> as much money either way. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We yeah. are going to make as much money either way. Yeah. Um, but we did now it does have value i did do a couple of bullet points and whenever we end up uh at the end of the podcast with the gun stuff it's good to look at bullet Mm -hmm. point stuff but our conversation flow is just natural and we just you know we don't want to i believe the baptist phrase is we go as the spirit leads (laughs) that's right we go as the spirit leads that's right that's also my diet plan actually (laughs) go as the taste buds lead (laughs) yeah You know, I didn't know it, but that's that's the diet I'm on right now. Wow, how about that? I remember, I remember years ago. Here again, we're getting derailed, but uh, I remember. <laughs> this is the rail, man. Yeah, right. These are the rails. <laughs> years ago, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine, and uh, you know, she and some other ladies at her church were doing this. Uh, like collective diet thing they call it the daniel fast oh yeah the daniel plan yeah yeah yes. where you know it's based you know it's loosely based on the um you know the the guidelines that were given in the book of daniel right. you know, his friends and all this stuff right. and and uh, she's <clears throat> telling me about that i'm like oh well, that's cool i said i i actually uh you know f- do a similar well not a similar diet plan but you know another biblical diet plan she's like oh yeah what was that i said it's the peter fast and she's like, I haven't heard of that one. I said, Yeah, you know, um, in the New Testament, you know, God shows Peter a vision. He, he like spreads out this blanket that's full of different <laughs> things to eat, and he said, Eat whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I said, Peter. Yeah, I said, and you know, that's that's really, you know, my uh, what, what I've just. You know, the Spirit has led me to do that. No. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's not really just a month thing. It's a lifelong choice it's a that lifelong, I've made. Right. <laughs> it's a decision. <laughs> She's just it's rolling a... her eyes like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I thought this was something <laughs> something real. She's about to take notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. Oh, well, Josh sounds really spiritual. Oh, no, yeah. he's no. <laughs> he's Moron. just a glutton. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Well, I, I, I'm not going to tell you what, what I ate before you got here. Listen, you cannot lose weight or even maintain weight in a Baptist church. <laughs> you cannot. Yeah. There's now we could if you had discipline. Right. Any ounce of discipline. Mm-hmm. Now me, not so much. Not anymore. I used to be the most disciplined person. When I raced bikes, man, I would count every calorie. Right. Every and I did that for twenty years, and I think that's why I don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I just had my fill of it. But there was, uh, I went upstairs uh, uh, earlier and um, in the office, and right where, right where all the stuff always is, was a plate full of chocolate chip <laughs> cookie sandwiches with cream in the middle. Yeah. Now, how do you pass that up, Josh? Right, yeah. I didn't, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pass it up. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it was it was something you weren't expecting that God provides. It's like manna in the wilderness, really, if you think about it. So it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like manna. Yeah, I mean, it, aren't chocolate chip cookie, cream filled chocolate chip cookies? Isn't that the food that angels eat? Yeah. Well, 
It was a fool food that a fool ate <laughs> today. I can tell you that right. <laughs> That's my, that I can attest to. Um, but anyway, so well, you know, pa- pastor, he just you know preached this uh, sermon. Uh, I think two Sundays ago, where he was talking about idols in our lives, mm-hmm, right? You know, that's true. And and going through and and really, if we apply that, counting calories and being obsessed with that could really be an idol, right? <laughs> that's right. I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> so <laughs> I just think on my path to spiritual growth, <laughs> yes. Related to that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is physical and geometric mm-hmm. growth. <laughs> Josh, let me say, I love hanging out with you <laughs> because <laughs> the justifications—they seem real. They do. <laughs> hey, you are my only friend that 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 you can come into my office. I hand you a new tripod that I just bought, and you do not hand it right back to me. And say, oh, that's nice. You look at it, you open it up, you hit all the buttons, you spread. Like, I love that, Josh. I love that you're doing. That. And, and that probably sounds weird to people who don't know the background of this, but uh, you love going to thrift stores. I do. And one of the things you're obsessed with uh-huh. getting at thrift stores are tripods. It's, uh, tripods yes. for your camera, or yep. your phone, or whatever. Yep. And every yep. week I come in, there seems to be like a new tripod or five um, in in your office. It's and okay. Before we start the podcast or uh-huh. start setting up for it, we go over the week's purchases, right? <laughs> it and, has uh, become yeah. and, and, a part you know, of it. You're obsessed with tripods, and mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with just anything that's mechanical anything, and well-made. Yep. And right. so I like looking at them, and I've taken a couple home with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. quite as addicted to them as you have but i do have more tripods than i did you know six months ago right <laughs> it's a trickle down effect yeah if you think about it well i've yeah. got You're i've spreading got a, your own gospel that's right that's right <laughs> my t-shirt says tripod i don't know what it says tripod, tripod for life tripod for life <laughs> i have a system okay this is this is this is my system okay i, I only buy tripods now if they are intact, all together, <laughs> intact, in good shape, <coughs> and it's a and it's a good deal. Yeah. Right. Uh, the last I bought two this weekend, mm-hmm. Friday. Both of them fit that category, except for one of them didn't have the head on it. But other than that, it it, it had everything that I was looking for. Right. <laughs> and it was at a steal. <laughs> All of them Which rest. is a funny thing you never thought you'd hear. That tripod had everything I was looking for. <laughs> it's what I've been looking for my entire life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you have arrived. <laughs> I, I wish I had a, fam, a, a, a film crew following me around, <laughs> looking at my face whenever I'm looking at a pile of whatever it is. And I hand, I, I kind of push things away with my left hand, push things over my right hand, and there, there sits not just a tripod, a nice bag that has a nice tripod in it. Right. That was under a, a shelf that had been there for however long that nobody has seen. Because you know everybody is looking for those tripods. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's looking for those tripods, yeah. and I found it. I'm just thinking. <laughs> 
So the average listener of this podcast probably just got really boring. Tripods are us. This is the name of. <laughs> they're hitting fast forward, you know, with that little Spotify them. button. Like I don't they're blame hitting fifteen them. seconds forward. <laughs> like, looking, why do they keep talking about tripods? This is, <laughs> looking so back stupid. at the title, God and Guns. What the? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are idiots. Pensacola shooting sport. That oh, church no. lets them run a class. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that. I I don't know why they let us do that either. To be honest with you, but I'm grateful that they do. Yep. I'm grateful they do. Josh, now I, I I let Josh know that I had a question for him that's out of the blue that I wanted to ask him on on air. Um, and just get a. And I think this is going to lead into um, more of the content that's appropriate for why we say we're here. So my wife is a. Uh, is um staying with sounds funny my wife is staying with me for four days <laughs> i'm just gonna end the podcast right there just gonna let that hang there <laughs> donna lives with her mother because her mother needs um assistance and uh we have devoted uh, uh we have promised ourselves that we are going to do everything in our power to have her stay home mm-hmm. it does not matter what that is every penny we have every ounce of time we have she's going to be at home mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that 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 requires donna it required donna to move out of our house and move in uh to uh to her mom's house mm-hmm. three miles away you know yeah. it's not a it's not a big deal but uh every now and then about every four or five weeks her sister hope comes down um and takes care of donna's mom and hope's mom and donna comes and stays with me mm-hmm. so it's a little respite for donna a yeah. little respite for her mom and and um and, and we enjoy that <clears throat> So, I do my best to wait on her hand and foot whenever she's at the house because she devotes herself to her mother whenever mm-hmm. she's there. This um, unbelievable caregiver she is. So, I'm assuming there's probably like a day or two before she arrives where you're like taking down all the airsoft targets and stuff, right? <laughs> I used to. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> Hide all the stuff. <laughs> I used to. This time I didn't get a chance to. Put all your tripods in the attic. <laughs> they stay in my office. They don't, I don't bring them home. <laughs> There's no way I'll bring them home. <laughs> All right. So so she's so she's at home and she works from home anyway. So mm-hmm. she she she's working uh but she has sometimes she has a TV on uh background whatever. So she was watching um The Challenger mm-hmm. uh on on Netflix the other day and it's about the Challenger explosion and um, Oh yeah, the space shuttle. Space shuttle. And, yep. Uh, 85 I think 86 86 so it's a great documentary I, I only saw a little bit of it but she watched all four parts mm-hmm. and uh, and um, it struck me I, I watched about 15 minutes of it I was up and doing stuff and and uh, it was on it struck me Josh that whenever the space program was up and running strong I mean this the patriotism was to a level that I don't know if it ever had been that high before. I've only you know been here for 56 years, but the patriotism was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people out there watching, and they showed other they showed other space shuttles coming in for a landing and taking off and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, there was thousands of people out there on on the salt flats watching that big thing come in and just land and mm-hmm. American flags and hippies were out there and businessmen are out there all yeah. you know sweating and just watching 
this big gigantic thing come in and land and I looked at Don and I said man what would two things struck me what would happen if we had something like that today that would galvanize us mm-hmm. my answer was I don't think anything would mm-hmm. I don't think anything would galvanize us <clears throat> two uh, I thought <clears throat> excuse me um what was it what was it like back then i remember that mm-hmm. strong patriotism and i will you know i was a lot younger just out of high school i graduated in 82 so 86 i was in college was not politically minded at all nor I'm that much now either but i didn't feel that divided feeling at all with anybody that i was uh, going mm-hmm. to college with or, or or what have you it was a you know narrow pool of people um at at uncw in wilmington north carolina but i just didn't get that sense you know who was president 86 uh reagan 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 yeah. that's right reagan's president 86 and <clears throat> i watched a little bit of that film uh with her and i just there was no partisanship in in that video that i saw at all mm-hmm. sure it was there but nothing like it was like nothing like it is today. What do you think, Josh? My thought also was, I'm sorry, let me back up for a second. Um, <clears throat> do you think that the end of the space program, do you think that added to the divided parson? Well, it's not the right word. Did it add to the divide of the country? You know, did something like that that brought us together, that going away, did that have that add to the the divide that we have as Republicans, Democrats, and just as as people? Do you think that could be um, possible? <clears throat> it's a good question. I don't, I don't know if, um, like in a general sense uh, across the nation, I don't know if the ending of our space program, um really had a significant effect on, on on the types of separations and, and mm-hmm. stuff or, or division mm-hmm. uh, that had already been planted and were growing mm-hmm. um, I, I, I don't know if I would say it helped or hurt um, now there are, there are definitely those like in, in the scientific community and, and people who are interested in the space program yeah. who you know, felt felt sad about it and sure. discouraged and everything. I remember, I remember when you know I, I was actually um, sitting in uh, uh, sitting in Texas when when Columbia um, reentered and, and broke up on mm-hmm. reentry and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, my wife and I we had just been married for a couple of years, and my mom <clears throat> was about to move from Texas, and she was going to have a garage sale, and she asked us to come and help her. And so we're you know sitting there in the heat of summer mm-hmm. uh, in Texas. Mm. helping my mom with a garage sale yeah. and we you know i think my mom uh pointed out to us she looked up and she saw these you know things oh streaming gosh, across the sky kidding josh yeah. wow. and uh she asked she asked me what it was i'm like oh, wow it is you know and it wasn't until a couple hours later as we're you know hearing things on the news columbia broke up oh and everything my gosh. and then we realized you know we were in its path of oh re-entry. my goodness and gracious. so what we were looking at was the columbia breaking wow up, you know? and <clears throat> Wow, you know, I'm, I'm a science guy. I love mm-hmm. the space program and everything. And, and to me, um, yeah, that was 
kind of a, a hard hit thing. It, yeah. Not necessarily in terms of patriotism for our country and everything, but you know when they when they shut down the shuttle program after that, um, I don't know it. The 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 feeling of sadness i guess if you want mm. to say that was more along the lines of you know our ability to you know uh get up to the international space station yeah, and, right you know things like that mm-hmm. i think the division <clears throat> overall in the country was a lot more deep-seated or deeply rooted uh in in what was going on mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of that kind of originates in the education system and and mm-hmm. uh the political ideologies and, and things because you know i remember even during the days of of challenger um you know in the mid 80s and you know the you know the, the reagan era how mm-hmm. you know everything yep. you know according to some people everything was great mm-hmm. you know it was mm-hmm. kind of like you know what we experienced in the trump era you yeah. know the economy mm-hmm. was good and you know a lot of a lot of mm-hmm. good things were happening if you're on on the political yeah. right mm-hmm. um however there was still this element of resistance and mm-hmm. like making fun of the president and mm-hmm. you know calling him dumb and everything i remember um years later i was watching reruns of um, that show Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. you know, yep. with uh, Robin Williams, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and because uh, I used to watch that as a kid, and you know, mm-hmm. things are different when you watch them as an adult. And I remember uh, watching this one scene uh, where uh, Mindy, she was talking to Mork, and and they're talking about like I forget the context of it entirely because you know it's off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but um, they're talking about like dumb people or whatever, mm-hmm. and or, or the dumb actions of some people. And she just made this off the call, off the cuff remark. I mean, it was scripted, but mm-hmm. you know, she, seemingly this off the cuff remark that, like, it, it's not surprising that they, that uh, you know, dumb people are able to affect uh, big things because she's like, look at the person who's in the White House. No you way, know? is yeah. that right? Yeah, and she was uh, talking about Ronald Reagan. Wow. So you know, this division was <clears throat> was still there. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As a nation, over time, I think we've gotten more ADHD as a society. Yeah, sure. Because when you look, talking about the space program, program specifically, I just finished watching this four-part documentary on the Apollo Eleven. Oh yeah. You know, when we went to the moon and everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and looking at the nation's response to uh, our ability to win the space race. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. after. Uh, you know, starting in the 50s, Russia was like beating us, right. like, like hands down. They mm-hmm. had Sputnik. They had, you know, in, in, mm-hmm. as far in terms of just the sheer mass of stuff that they had put into space, they're beating yeah. us like, you know, 10 right. to 1. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, as a nation, we had this common goal where we want to be the first to the moon. That's and, right. you know, they're, they're, we were united around that purpose. Right. And uh, they were showing um, – like video footage of all the crowds in like New York, uh, New York, uh, the, you know, uh, the square in New York. Time, and, Times Square. Yeah, Times Square. Mm-hmm. I almost said New York Times Square, <laughs> but um, yeah, Times Square, and you know, and, and they're watching this in you know seemingly real time. Yes. You know, a couple seconds of lag. Yeah. But um, uh, and. and you know, as as he steps out on the moon, everyone's cheering, and everyone, you know, everyone mm-hmm. like the all of America was watching. Yeah, this all of America. That's united. Right. That's right. Around this central cause of mm-hmm. being the first, uh, you know, the uh, the first country to the moon. Yeah. But this was still in the '60s. Mm-hmm. You know, when we still had all the division, mm-hmm. like surrounding the Vietnam War, right. and you mm-hmm. know all this stuff. Um, but I think. 
you know, as time goes on, I think we, we get more um, affected by emotional highs and lows. Right. Because the same thing happened at, at 9-11. Right. For about six months. That's true. When we were attacked, everybody yep. was united. That's like right. America, America. Mm-hmm. We were flying flags. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, calling them freedom fries instead of French fries. We were, you know, yep. doing all this stuff. And we were asking for prayer. Everybody yeah. was. Asking everybody for, yeah. was asking for God prayer. God bless America. That's right. And, you know, all this Nobody stuff. Nobody was, was objecting to that. Yep. <clears throat> and, uh, but then... Uh, that sentiment didn't last very long because mm-hmm. shortly after that, you started getting, you know, I, I remember watching interviews um, uh, like the, these news networks or whatever. They would bring on, you know, some religious figure or whatever, mm-hmm. and they'd ask, like, why did God let this happen? Right. Yes. You know? And yes. basically putting it out there, like, you know, casting doubt into. Mm-hmm. Um, the existence of good and evil and why that is and all that stuff and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like we we quickly lost the unity that the, that that significant event created right and we mm-hmm. quickly devolved into disunity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that happens uh, around every sig- like mm-hmm. major significant event mm-hmm. in our in our country's history. But mm-hmm. our ten, our attention span as a society seems to have gotten right. shorter and shorter and shorter because right. now, like, look, look, look at, you know, the January 6th, mm-hmm. you know, that quote-unquote insurrection on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. The day it was happening, everybody was like, no, this is wrong. You know, this is mm-hmm. – we were united in our um, – you know, for the most part, we were mm-hmm. united in our criticism of those actions. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, but like 10 seconds later, mm-hmm. everybody's fighting with each other, blaming it on each other, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, right. you know, we, we've, mm-hmm. we've lost our ability to kind of step back and right. look at, I guess, just yeah. be patient about the facts surrounding things, I guess. I don't know. It reminds me of around here whenever we have a hurricane. You know, a hurricane mm-hmm. comes through, wipes everything out. And we all feel a little bit, and we all are united because yeah. it's about survival at that point. You mm-hmm. know, you get a little bit united, help your neighbor, all that, all that stuff. <clears throat> and it doesn't take long to get back to baseline behavior. Yeah. I guess my, uh, I can't help but think, what, what, what could happen besides, well, what could, what could happen to make us that galvanized again? Do you mm-hmm. think there's anything that could, that could, Besides a, a hurricane, I mean nationwide. You know, we yeah. we've had a pandemic. You know, mm-hmm. the 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 nation went through a pandemic. Everybody went through this. That certainly ended up, you know, having a division in oh, it yeah. as, as well. Um, but again, the space shuttle was, all, it was all, something like that. The space program, something that seems to be independent. You know. Mm-hmm. Bringing all of us together. I don't know if anything could do that. I don't yeah. think anything could do that right now. Well, I think one key thing has to take place before before we can be galvanized around some event or some cause. What's that? Um, and that's the philosophy of victimization. Hmm. Because think, think about it now. Like um, hmm. in, in terms of the space program, you know, yeah. we're, we're trying to get back to the moon. Yep. And we're making all of these these tremendous uh, advancements in, uh, in, in, in 
you know, propellants and rocket jump, uh, rocket design, and um, the the control system that allows mm-hmm. us to recover boosters, and mm-hmm. you know the the ability to um, you know put payloads mm-hmm. in, in in space safely and, and personnel and all this stuff. Evolution <laughs> of batteries, I'm sure, has a lot to do with yeah, with all that what, stuff mm-hmm. and, and computing power and, mm-hmm. and all this. Um, I remember. Uh, one of the in the space program in the 60s when in the apollo programs mm-hmm. where you had the saturn V rocket and mm-hmm. you know the lunar lander and all that stuff yeah. um the computing power was so so rudimentary i mean what we have in the average you know graphing calculator nowadays was superior to mm-hmm. what they had in the space shuttle mm-hmm. uh, not wow. space shuttle in the uh you know the guidance systems the saturn five and mm-hmm. the lunar lander and the orbiter and all that stuff um and and uh, I remember, you know, as the Saturn V is uh, uh, was rising up into the atmosphere and everything mm-hmm. uh, over the radio, they say like initiate roll program. And you know, why why do you need this rocket to to roll a few degrees? Well, the reason is that because they didn't have the computing power to compute in three dimensions. So if they can just roll uh, the Saturn V, they can orient it into a way to where all the math becomes a two dimensional uh, a, a two dimensional thing, and all the math becomes simpler. Mm-hmm. And they did that because. To, to conserve computing power and memory okay. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a similar conversation with the makers of um, uh, the, the, the new rockets, um, like the Falcon Heavy and all that stuff, they were talking about that issue. And they're like, well, you know, we have the computing power now. That's that's no longer an issue. We can compute in three, uh, three dimensions and be just fine with it. We can roll whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we want. Yeah. And... Um, so we're we're making these tremendous advancements, and we're getting back to the moon mm-hmm. on our way to Mars. Mm-hmm. And yet, what do you see is uh, one of the chief arguments of the political uh, parties involved? We want to make sure we have you know why don't we have this demographic represented in the oh, people that are that's uh, where we are 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 in the yeah. Um, uh, you know the the manned spacecraft, and why aren't we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, why aren't we including you know a, a woman or a mm-hmm. or a black person or mm-hmm. a, you know a, an Asian person mm-hmm. or you know whatever or you know in, any type of group that is portrayed as a victimized group today? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what do you have against this victimized group that you're not including them in this mm-hmm. this momo- this monumental thing? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, similarly, uh, just the other day. Uh, White House press secretary uh, was being asked a question about um, uh, the, the, the most recent, uh, you know, the GameStop, you know, where our, all mm-hmm. the uh, the Reddit guys were uh, artificially inflating the price of the GameStop stock, okay. uh, GameStop mm-hmm. stock. Anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> so they they <clears throat> they asked her about that. Why the on a federal level they had to inter or they felt they had to intervene, mm-hmm. and the answer to the question was. We have the first female uh, Treasury Secretary, uh, or, or something to that effect. Is you know, that right? It, yeah, that was the answer. Yeah, that okay. was that was the answer, and and you know she continued like she's surrounded by a lot of people who are in the know about this and is taking advisement all that. So the answer to the question wasn't really an answer to the question. It was just a reminder that hey, we've paid attention to some victimized group. Wow, and uh, therefore. 
you what know, in the world? That's the, just, yeah, yeah. It's and so I think the the philosophy of victimization <clears throat> has <throat> to be overcome <clears throat> before we can get back to a place where we're all <clears throat> galvanized in, in in unity, either behind a cause <clears throat> or because <clears throat> and, unless it's just something horrible. Hmm. That that happened like a nine eleven or something right, like that. Yeah. Right, sure. Wow. And if that's the case, I'll stand behind what I said. I don't think I don't mm-hmm. think anything's ever gonna Yeah, you know, I hate to say it like that, but I don't think anything's ever gonna galvanize us again. You know, when Jesus comes back, it's not gonna be a galvanization, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a split. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Well there there's gonna be like two galvanizations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, there's going to be a large number that are galvanized against him, and a large mm-hmm. number that are galvanized uh, for him. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's true. Yep. Well, but that goes back to you know the the analogy in scripture of wheat and chaff, mm-hmm. you know, things like right, that. Right. 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 <laughs> Good and evil. Wow. Josh, I, I appreciate you answering that, answering that question. I, it just it hit me whenever I was watching that. You know, remember the old from the '70s, the videos that we see, you know, of evil can evil. Remember mm-hmm. red, white, and blue cape and all that stuff. That's that was the era. I remember watching the reruns because I was born in '79. Oh, I got you. <laughs> me too. I've seen them on YouTube. <laughs> You've heard of Evil Knievel? Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, so <laughs> I've seen old interviews of him on Johnny Carson clips. On oh YouTube. yeah. He was evil. Well, he was a Knievel. I don't know if he was evil. Well, I'll tell you what, man. He was a crazy dude. That's for sure. Yeah. My gosh, man. That dude. Wow. But anyway, it was that type of era. That time. It, that right. time of, of of the world, you know, that era with the grainy video and all that stuff. But it was a uh, the the space shuttle. Just maybe it was just in my world. I don't know. It just seemed to be something that was really good for everybody. Yeah, like you were saying, it was just just good for everybody. But it, interesting, uh, interesting little tidbit about the Apollo Eleven program. Um, so I, I can't remember which Apollo mission it was. Um, but it was the one where uh, they were going around uh, the the dark side of the moon, and they saw the Earth rise. I think, right. I think it was Apollo ten. Um, but you know, as they were getting closer to landing on the moon, they were they were sending missions up, like let's uh, let's orbit the Earth a bunch of times and figure that figure out reentry and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and then let's uh, um, let's let's now not just orbit the Earth, but let's have two things orbiting, and so we can dock them and figure figure out the docking mm. procedure and all that. And so they're doing this incrementally, and so they started as we got closer to landing on the moon they're sending up apollo missions um to like well let's let's go all the way to the moon let's figure out the orbiting part or like yeah. getting into the moon's orbit mm-hmm. and all that stuff and, and then coming back so there were you know a couple missions that went to the moon but they just mm-hmm. didn't land on the moon mm-hmm. and okay. so <clears throat> on the mission that, that famous mission where they're coming around the dark side and they're seeing the earth rise above right. the moon's horizon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um uh that was uh on Either on Christmas or like the day before Christmas or whatever, um, and so in in the astronauts' broadcast back to Mission Control, <clears throat> as they're addressing the world, what they do? They read from the first chapter of Genesis. Oh, was that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then wished everyone a Merry Christmas and everything. All right. And mm-hmm. um, uh, Madeline Murray O'Hare, mm-hmm. uh, you know, famous atheist and, and everything. She took offense with that because this is a government-funded thing. Why are you uh, supposedly uh, promoting a religious uh, or a religious mm-hmm. faith mm-hmm. with this world broadcast? And so uh, she didn't end up winning uh, the the 
the lawsuit she brought against against mm. NASA, but NASA didn't want to face that kind of mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, annoying problem again, getting right. you know taken to court because of you know mm-hmm. something they said. Mm-hmm. So uh, when Buzz Aldrin and Louis Armstrong, Louis Armstrong, <laughs> he was up there playing yeah. that. Playing that trumpet, man. Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Neil Armstrong. <laughs> a lot of people don't know Louis went to the moon. All right. Uh, uh, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, they're, you know, when they landed on the moon, they didn't immediately uh, get out. They had to sit there and uh, get some sleep. So they're sitting in the lunar lander on uh, on the surface of the moon. How do you sleep exactly, knowing right? you're going to wake up? Yeah. And, and, and so oh, they were there great. for several hours getting some sleep so that they could then, you know, be more effective in, in, in everything <laughs> in their mission. Siri, um, uh, wake me up at yeah. 7 a.m. <laughs> so I can walk on the moon. Uh, so they're sitting there in the silence, right, uh, yeah. on the moon. And uh, what does Buzz Aldrin do? Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, he was uh, an elder in his church. Okay. And he got special permission from NASA to, and, and this, yeah, this wasn't, uh, you know, the, the the items that he carried with him weren't on the official manifest of things that, that were right? in the shuttle. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but as they're sitting there, he radios back to uh, Mission Control, and it wasn't something that was broadcast, but uh, in his uh, uh, in his suit or whatever, he had a little bitty chalice of wine and a little bitty oh, um, man. Uh, a piece of bread right oh, and on the, on the surface of the moon mm. he you know poured a little little bit of wine in the oh. moon's gravity and everything wow. and, and and took communion there oh it gives me chills Josh. right and and <clears throat> basically uh, uh you know offered a prayer of thanks mm. to god mm-hmm. and all this stuff and mm. it was people on on the ground mm-hmm. at, at nasa mission control they were able to hear it yeah you know right. because he invited them to you know, uh, you know, at least participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you know they were taking bread and wine at the same time, but mm-hmm. you know, participate in that that experience yeah, with him. Right. And so, you wow. know, the the first thing that happened on the moon mm. was taking so the Lord's did. Supper. Oh, right? wow, that is so strong. And, oh, that's great. And, and the reason that wasn't broadcast, like you know, mm-hmm. the the previous, you know, when they read from Genesis and everything, mm-hmm. was because of what happened after they mm. did it a previous time and, and NASA mm. just didn't want it. So, you know, it, it was something that here again, mm. a group that wanted to be victimized or yeah. wanted to portray, to portray victimization stopped something that, mm-hmm. you know, was, was really innocent. It, so she know? did win. She didn't win the lawsuit, yeah, she didn't but win she the got lawsuit. what she wanted. Yeah. She, she lost the battle, but she won the war. Yep. You know? Man, wow. I'm glad I know that story. That that that's fantastic. It really is. I like that. Thanks for sharing that, Josh. Hey, man, let's talk a little bit about guns. <laughs> All right. All right. I got me a gun. You got yourself a gun over there? I do. Well, right. I don't have it on me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. All right. Well, uh, Matt is is a is a guy that's in our gun club, and he. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's our media guy. Mm-hmm. He's a media guy for Pure Friendship, the the class that we had before Gun Club, and um, and for uh, Pure, and for the Gun Club also. So he just makes you know things happening. Josh, you take care of your own stuff, uh, presentation wise with the media. But I I, I count on um, Matt to do it, so I don't have to worry about it because I, I I'm more challenged with having to troubleshoot and talk at the same time. So. Um. Matt has been trying to learn how to carry. Mm-hmm. He 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 wants to carry, but he doesn't like having things hanging from his belt. Right. Uh, you've probably haven't noticed, but Matt wears shorts 
all the time. Mm-hmm. He wears shorts all the time. And uh, he wears baggy shorts. He just doesn't like having constrictions at all. Yeah. So uh, we worked together a little bit. I, I let him borrow some uh, a belly band that I had. I gave him a, a, a 380, Ruger 380, mm-hmm. and a Glock 43 to try of the smallest guns that, that I have. Yeah. And a couple other holsters also. And he tried them, and he just, he just can't do it. Yeah. He just doesn't like anything that constricting mm-hmm. he doesn't want to um he doesn't want to have to deal with that He's yeah. ne- he never has he doesn't like change in his pocket that kind of thing yeah <clears throat> but la- last night we changed back guns i gave him his uh he's got a baby glock uh 47 mm-hmm. glock 40, is that right i think so 47 that's right uh i always i always lose track of it there's so many numbers <laughs> ironically as an engineer i lose track of those numbers <laughs> numbers aren't your thing man <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh he gave me back my 43 and, and ruger and, and i gave him his 47 back um but i said matt you know what i congratulate you you tried mm-hmm. you tried to carry yeah. And you decided, that's the key word here, you decided that it's not for you. And I said, right. fantastic, now you know. Mm-hmm. you know. And, and I just want people to know that just because we have a gun club, we're, I'm, we're not, yes, I believe in the Second Amendment, but yeah. I'm not putting that on everybody. I'm not saying you should carry. Now, I, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. because I've decided to. Yeah. But Matt decided not to, and I am just as happy about that. Mm-hmm. That it, if I'm just as happy either way, right? You know, he made a decision. There you go. And I just want people to think about that. Okay, mm-hmm. make it a decision instead of default not carrying, yeah. or even default carrying because maybe your whole family, whatever, right. whatever the situation is. I don't want you running around here with a gun if you're not comfortable. Right. That's my <clears throat> point. Right. Mm-hmm. I really want you to be really good with that firearm. If you if you have it, uh, if you have if you have access, quick access to a farm, I want you to be really really good at it. Right. So, just keep that in mind, everybody. Do you agree with that, Josh? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, kind of going back to what you said about Second Amendment, um, I have no problem if someone chooses mm-hmm. not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's totally different than you know having your second amendment right infringed absolutely. upon right absolutely <laughs> and, i mean absolutely. that's the whole point of having a having yep. a right and having the freedom to exercise that mm-hmm. right is it's mm-hmm. up to you yep. you get to make the decision that's right that's right it's a decision yep. <laughs> yeah it might not be the same decision i would make but right. hey that's okay that's you just walking through you yeah. do you that's right <laughs> you do you after you've tried whatever it is you want you know what right. i mean uh, that's that's uh, generally about our gun club that's what we want want people to hear mm-hmm. uh whatever gun it is you decide to carry you know we can have you have access to a safe environment shooting those guns mm-hmm. uh and you decide what it is which one you want you right. may not want any <clears throat> of them you know shooting a 22 we've had people um come to the um, range and we've uh counseled with them and they decided to shoot a twenty-two, carry a twenty-two. Well, amen to that. Carry mm-hmm. a twenty-two if that's what you're gonna do. But keep coming out here and practicing with us. Yeah. Practicing your grip, your stance, uh, and doing things on your own. Yep. A lot like what we do here at Marcus Point Baptist Church, and what we try to teach at Marcus Point Baptist Church. Wednesdays and Sundays should be a supplement to your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. If you come to Wednesdays, you come to 
the Sundays, that's awesome. That's great. We want yeah. you to hear the word, and you will hear the word <clears throat> whenever you uh, come to those two events, those two nights. But you will be wonderfully surprised how much you become closer to Christ mm-hmm. if you make it a daily part of your life. Yeah, right? and that's really what we were talking about last night in, in the uh, Bible study because mm-hmm. we've been, uh, you know, this year we've been going over, going through a series on the Federalist Papers, right? Uh, mm-hmm. which were the, the Federalist Papers are kind of the commentary on the Constitution because, you know, when the Constitution was ratified, there was a big debate on whether or not we as a country should abandon the Articles of Confederation that mm-hmm. we were under at the time yeah. and uh, transition over to the Constitution. And so the Federalist Papers were, um, you know, a series of essays that were submitted um, in favor uh, of the Constitution. Yeah. And a lot of those ideas uh, came from uh, biblical concepts and have mm-hmm. a biblical background, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in, in presenting that, how... Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a, a very significant biblical mm-hmm. foundation in our government. Mm-hmm. Relating that now on a, on a personal level, um, the you know the argument was made last night. Our lives need to have a biblical foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. the Federalists they presented the argument uh, in in favor of unity. And a lot of the, the, the ideas and the principles that they presented were biblical ideas and biblical principles. And so in, in our own lives, in our own relationships, in our own families, if we're going to have unity as well, and this kind of gets back to what we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, mm-hmm. um, if we're going to get back to unity as well, uh, at a fundamental level, there has to be uh, a foundation of Scripture uh, right. of, or the, of the ideas in Scripture. And so, mm-hmm. you know... Is, is the only time that we ever expose ourselves to the Bible on Sundays and Wednesdays. If it is, you know, the, the Federalists, you know, Hamilton, <clears throat> what, what we were talking about last night, he says, you know, as a country, you're crazy if you think that, uh, that, that our nation will remain strong and will remain united and, you know, won't be subject to all this infighting and wars and, you know, stupid battles and, and disagreements with other mm-hmm. nations. You're crazy if you think that won't happen if we don't have mm-hmm. some uniting, guiding mm-hmm. uh, principle. Mm-hmm. And he went mm-hmm. through a bunch of examples from history. Yeah. And the uh, equivalent concept to, in our personal lives is, you know, if you think that your families or your relationships or your church or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. – is going to have this spirit of unity and be you know successful and all this stuff. If you think that's going to happen without a, a solid foundation on scripture, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now you mm-hmm. might luck out and survive, yeah. but you know when mm-hmm. when the only time in, in scripture when God uses the word success, it's you know the book of Joshua that says uh, you know as long as you're uh, meditating on 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 mm-hmm. what I say and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thinking on these things and all mm-hmm. that says, then you'll have good success. How about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what, what's true for mm-hmm. the country, what's true for society is true for us in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so w- we need to have more, uh, interaction with God's word yeah. than just Sundays and Wednesdays. You know, I like what you said about the uh, success, and I'm, I'm so pleased that, that that is actually in the in the Bible. And only one time it makes it that much more special. Mm-hmm. 
and, and I, I hearken back to pre-Christ for me, thinking that it was a chore, that it right. was going to be a chore. You know, I've always, you know, I was thinking, yeah, I should, I should, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I just don't want to. I mean, but, <clears throat> man, if, if I can portray one thing to people, it's, wow, so, life is so much better post-Christ. Right. It's so much, it's so much better. Yeah. You know, and it's not a chore. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a pleasure. Doesn't mean that there's not bad things happening. Absolutely, there's bad things happening. Right. But he, the difference is that he is with you during those times and he equips you to handle them. Mm-hmm. Tragedy is tragedy. Tragedy is, is going to happen and we wish it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's just the mindset, the outlook of things whenever you have Christ with you is totally, totally yep. different. You yep. know, and my regret is that I didn't make that decision. Um, sooner, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that we're there now. Joshua one eight. Uh, th- this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. All right, amen to that. Very good, <laughs> prosperous and success. In the word meditate, I want to mm-hmm. talk about for a second before we go. Um, if you're like me. You may think of yoga, which is, that's fine, whatever, that's fine. I used to do yoga. Uh, you, you, oh, I thought you said Yoda. No, not Yoda. <laughs> yoga. Um, uh, you may think of, uh, you know, sitting with your legs crossed and your eyes closed and your hands, palms up, go home, whatever it is they do. That's not what we're talking about. The Bible talks about meditating. You just heard Christ talking about medita- meditating on, on his word. Last night in Peer Friendship Club, uh, Peer Friendship Class, I was trying to get across the point that meditation is part of prayer. Mm-hmm. Meditation means, well, meditation can be thought of as listening. Yeah. Right? Whenever you're praying, you're talking to God, you're, he's not taking your order as if he's a waiter. Right. You're communing with him. You're communicating with him. And mm-hmm. if you're talking to somebody, you want to, you know, we're sitting here talking, Josh, you're yeah. talking, then I'm talking, then you're talking. That's what it is with Christ too. I right. think people will be surprised if they just if they learn. Let me just say this: I was very pleased whenever I learned how to just sit and meditate. Sometimes before, sometimes during, sometimes after an intentional prayer time. Mm-hmm. And it just, there's times, man. There's times that He floods me, yeah, with thoughts and ideas <clears throat> and ways to do th- there's just flooding you know and there's sometimes it not not so much but that's right. okay just like it like any relationship that you have you may not talk to that person for a while yeah may not hear from him for a while but he's always there so just mm-hmm. sitting and listening meditating i think is very valuable um to your relationship with christ oh yeah totally and you know building on that i remember uh years ago i was teaching an adult sunday school class in a church i went to and uh, we were talking about this this very thing, and I said, you know, something something to think about, you know, as we're, you know, challenging ourselves to 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 dive into God's word, um, is, and, and, and this kind of sounds bad at first, but like, not just committing yourself to like read the Bible through in a year or something like that, mm-hmm. because 
you know, I, I've done that. A lot of a lot of people have done that. Uh, but if that's all you do, there can be. It, it's almost like that in itself might be a diversion tactic mm-hmm. from meditating on God's word because yeah. you know you have your three three chapters a day. You cross it off the list. You move mm-hmm. on. You know, mm-hmm. and instead um, instead of doing that, read a little bit of it, but then really think about what that means right. or, or even go a step farther. And, uh, you know, what, what I tend to do is I'll read and something will pique my interest and, and I'll be like, I want to find out more about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so I'll stop mm-hmm. where, wherever I am mm-hmm. and I won't progress anymore, you know, yep. through scripture as far as like a reading plan or a schedule, anything like that yeah. I just stop there and I, I research more about that, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, a, a perfect example is like reading through, reading through Genesis, you happen upon this guy named Melchizedek, mm-hmm. you know, well, Melchizedek is mentioned several times throughout scripture because he's a he's a a a, an old testament picture Mm -hmm. of of christ you know so well that's interesting let's stop Mm -hmm. there and let's just kind of research this idea and it takes you you know to psalms it takes you to hebrews it takes you to you know all these other places Mm -hmm. and and then Mm -hmm. when you satisfy your curiosity pick up where you left off right you know and next chapter over you know (laughs) you you see something else interesting and stop there and you know Mm -hmm. uh things like that that's one of the good things about many good things about a good uh, Bible reference Bible mm-hmm. it'll it'll show you where to go you can read yeah. read a chapter read a, a, a sentence and it will have um, uh, Romans 24 on it or see Romans 24 or whatever yeah. you go to that and then you read the, and it, it can take you everywhere and yeah. it all it all fits Josh right. it all fits you know <laughs> what I so mean cool. and so fits. you know at, at the end of it all in, instead of just you know kind of haphazardly going through it on a schedule you've stopped it's it's so disorganized but you've stopped everywhere that that you mm-hmm. know uh piques your interest mm-hmm. and you've come away with, uh, with it with so much more knowledge i think you're right it's almost like it makes it a chronological bible in yeah. a way right whenever you do it that way mm-hmm. i mean it certainly can have, have, uh, have those points but yep. yeah I, i'm with you and another thing too um I, I get it. I, I go through this as well. You get busy. You don't have the time to do oh, that kind sure. of stuff. Absolutely. Um, that happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we live in, a, in an era where we have so many resources are at our mm-hmm. disposal. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be in the car and I realize, why am I listening to uh, you know Rush Limbaugh or something mm-hmm. like that all the time? Yeah. Uh, so I'll you know on my phone I'll stream like a Bible study Absolutely. or a, you know something like that to yeah. where I'm not actually just sitting there mm-hmm. you know in a rocking chair by the fire reading reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm actually doing stuff or working on a design project yeah. or whatever, and I got something planned. You know whether it's a Bible study or yeah. a lecture on some topic of you know sure. in, in Christianity mm-hmm. or or even just mu- uh, you know music like Praise worship music, music or yeah. whatever. Absolutely, you go through all these different things. Something mm-hmm. where uh, you're exposing your brain and your heart mm-hmm. more to what God, right? You know, to what God wants you to hear. Absolutely, and yeah. we like you said, we have a lot of those. Every I would most people have access to many of what you just said on a daily basis or listening question. to this podcast <laughs> i wouldn't go that far <laughs> where we talk about god <laughs> parts of the podcast god and tripods i just yes. named our <laughs> i just named our episode 
Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, my goodness. Come to Gun Club Wednesday nights at 630. That's right. Listen to the gun stuff, listen to the Bible stuff, and right. go away with stuff that piques your interest that you want to look into further. I like that, Josh. <laughs> I like it. I think I Subtle think, plug for the Gun Club. I think that's a good, good place to stop right there, buddy. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh, we talked about podcast. We talked about tripods. We talked about the space program mm-hmm. and we talked about being united being divided we talked about uh meditation mm-hmm. of course the gun club then or, or the, um talk about some guns mm-hmm. uh carrying being okay with not uh carrying if you made a decision what else did we talk about that's seven things right yeah. there we made up for missing last week we did yeah. <laughs> that may this may be two episodes two seven a <laughs> or eight a eight b whatever <laughs> Um, but Josh, thank you very much, man. Yeah, a lot you're, of fun. I enjoy these on Thursdays. I do too, man. I always look forward to it. talk to you soon. All right. All right, man.